The new James Bond film, No Time to Die, could be coming to a streaming service near you. Ben Affleck is coming back for an iconic role. And Hugh Jackman and Ryan Reynolds want to remake which film? All of this and so much more on The Geek Underground. Reviewing primary directive. Get plugged in. You are a sad, strange little man. Throw the freaking hump, imposter! Listen! Even listen to yourself when you talk? I drift in and out. Hey! Cuckoo birds, do you mind? This is important! If you'll all excuse me, I have a man to beat in pool while wearing shorts. Mask question, do you hate this? Do you hate doing this? Do you? Are you like a crazy person? Why can't you see that for the compliment that it is? Wow, this is garbage. You're listening to the Geek Underground episode number 60. Woo-hoo! This is your co-host, Deadpool. Woohoo! And I'm the Trash Panda. 60, we got to 60. Deadpool. Woo-hoo! Deadpool, Deadpool, Deadpool. Deadpool. <laughs> we really I am Deadpool. Deadpool. <laughs> Deadpool, Deadpool. Uh, no, I'm not Groot. You don't Thank want you. to Groot the whole show. No, I do not we want to Groot, Groot the whole because show. Because I, I know what I'm saying. We can see if people can, can guess from our inflection. <laughs> and they can send in their, their thoughts on, on what it is we're actually... Trash Panda. Deadpool. Deadpool. Do you remember the... Okay, th- this is way off topic. Back in the, the late 90s, I'm dating myself a little bit, there was this brilliant Volkswagen commercial. And the entirety of the script had one word. It was dude. And it was these two guys having a conversation with the word dude. And it made perfect sense because they walk out to the car and the guy's like, dude, showing off his car. And the other friend's like, dude, like an excitement for him. And they're riding in the car and they're pointing at things like, dude, dude. And then they're going up to this really big bump. Like it looks like I think a train tracks and they're holding coffee. And the guy's like, dude. And, and, and the other one's trying to get him to calm down. I'm like, dude. And there was this whole thing. And as they go across it and it's smooth, they both look at each other and go, dude. Like, But it was great. It was this whole conversation with the word dude. And it worked. And it was amazing. So props, Volkswagen. That was a commercial that stuck with me. And it was amazing. That, that sounds like dude, where's my car? I know, but it was great. People, okay. people will remember that commercial because it was so well done. Well, and I it don't was, remember that commercial. I will put it on our <laughs> Geek Underground Instagram feed. If you have not seen it before, uh, go to... How can they find us on social oh, media? Oh, it's the GeekUG at Instagram. At Instagram? It, well, in Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Yes, at the GeekUG. I got to go find that one now because that was a, such a classic commercial of using a word like that that can mean so many different things. Like Deadpool. Uh, Deadpool, Deadpool? No, no. no not quite the same. that. Um, Oh, we are in such, I don't know, it's coming up on Halloween now, and Halloween's not going to happen even because people can't go outside and knock on doors. I'm not necessarily upset about that because I'm not a big fan of Halloween. But you still have so much fun dressing up, don't you? You go to Comic-Con, you cosplay. That's exactly what Halloween is, though. And it's dressing up and getting free candy. No. This, This sounds amazing to me. No. I, I know people twist it and it can become a dark thing and people do horrible things sometimes on Halloween. Yeah, but you're American and in America it's a bit different and over here it's, no, I don't like it. I, I don't know, like it. I, I know, I know. But just, again, for me, all I remember is we got to dress up in either like our military fatigues or my mom made robot costumes or whatever it was. And then we would just walk around with, with pillowcases. This is back when we'd go with a pillowcase and have the entire pillowcase filled when we got home. That's bad. So much candy. Oh, my goodness. We always got so yeah, much. Yeah, but you live. 
lived in like the richest part of California. I know. We would get full, full, size, full size candy, candy bars. bars. It was amazing. <laughs> and if I know my brothers listen, so they will remember. We knew which houses had the full size candy. They, they, and they'd bring them out on a tray. It wouldn't be like a bowl, right? So that every time they'd come to the door and all the candy bars would be lined up on a tray. So you could just pick the one that you wanted. Then they'd reset for the next group of kids. And wow. they, you know, we had like literally silver platter candy bars brought to us <laughs> that, that that's a new the new level of silver spoon in the mouth i know well, we, silver uh, platter with was, candy bars it was amazing well you just gotta know where to go as a kid you know you know where to go to get those well things. they did when we lived in farmington they always knew to go up to snob hill and go oh, and yeah. get they, the candy from they, up they there they would ship busloads of kids into this wealthy part of the area we were we, we didn't live in that part but had family up there and they would always be inundated with, with hundreds and hundreds of kids every Halloween, if not thousands. I mean, they get so many kids to those doors. Yeah. Uh, Cause they knew that's where all the good, all candy, the good was. candy was up there. Of course. Um, oh man. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so yeah, I guess Halloween's not going to happen again with all these social distancing measures and that I know bums a lot of people out I and mean, especially with comic cons having been canceled, which is a chance to dress up for those that love to cosplay. Yes. Our cosplay times have been taken away. Like, what do we do? I mean, we can, we Zoom work on cosplay. better cosplays. That's true. I guess it gives us more time to get better for when you the know, world I was going to say during the summer, we should have, and I talked about possibly doing this is doing a cosplay competition just like online and having kind of like one of the, cause you always have those, um, you know, everybody dresses up, they go onto the stage and they show off their cosplays and everything else. And I thought that'd be kind of cool to do it for a show at some point. That would be fun to see, see how many people actually want to submit their best. Here, give us your best cosplay. Give us a twirl on your catwalk, which is your bedroom or wherever else you're going to do it. And yeah, we can have a little contest, offer some prizes. That'd be fun. Yeah. I like it. I like it too. I like it, Trash Panda. All right, so so what are we doing today? Okay, so we've, we've got, I guess Christmas is still right around the corner, right? Yes. Christmas is not that far. I think I figured out with my son, uh, it, it's really not that far away. 60-something days. We're, we're less than what's today. So we're recording on the 25th. We are exactly two months away from Christmas. Yep. 60, 61 days. You're right. Um, and there can be some weird stuff that is offered at yeah. Christmas. Some weird things. And I know some you were... Some strange and some funny and some just like, why? And, and some are great. You go to Amazon, they got some great things on there. Oh, yeah. But then, then you find some very unusual things. Yeah, and I think you like, came across a few unusual... Yeah. Uh, so some of my favorites, I, I was trolling the internet for these. Uh, one of my favorites, only available in Asia. Okay. Shave the baby. What? <laughs> what? It is an actual baby. They've put hair where there should not be hair all over the baby. And it's bright orange and very, very scary looking. And you can shave the baby. Does this come with an actual razor? I, mean, I what, what is see one in the box, offered? but I'm that sure is, it must do. I mean, if there's actual hair you're supposed to cut off. Oh, it was, oh, it was, it was creepy looking. Absolutely creepy looking. I mean, oh. why why would you give a kid a razor in the first place? To shave a baby. And baby, why does a baby need to be shaved? <laughs> Did you ever see those old Saturday Night Live episodes where Dan Aykroyd was a, a really corrupt toy salesman and he'd sell products like Bag of Glass? Um, bag of Glass, kids, no. all kinds of fun. And then you had one that was the Johnny Astronaut uh, and all it was was a plastic bag and a rubber band. For the so plastic bag over the head, rubber band. <laughs> oh, that's terrible. Yeah, so he would sell these horrible... It was on SNL, of yeah. course. So not, nothing that was legit. But I mean, some of these things that you come across... I remember last time you brought these up, you brought like the, the, the poopy squirter. What was that one where you could actually shape your poo? 
and make stars and yeah. circles and cubes. And, and But it was this thing that looked like a, a fire hose nozzle that you would insert to make. Like, who comes up with these things? I don't, I don't get it. But some of these, it's like beyond belief that the next one's actually from Disney. I mean, Disney... Why? Why would you do this? Because it, it this it, this is nonplussing. This isn't even funny. It's just like who at Disney needs to be fired. Okay. So they've got into this thing where they do Disney villains, okay. which is kind of cool. You know, Maleficent and and you know some of the bad characters, and they created a deck of cards. All right. So who would you think should be the Queen of Hearts? I would imagine the Queen of Hearts yeah, from, exactly. from Alice in Wonderland. <laughs> but is she the Queen of Hearts? Oh, no. She's the Three of Clubs. Wait, what? Wh- wait. Who? Well, who did they make the Queen of Hearts then? I like, don't what? know. <laughs> she is the Three of Clubs. All right. I mean, come on. All right, maybe not. F- yeah, actually fired. I'm, I'm okay with the firing on that one. Who- fired. Whoever was in charge of, of overseeing that and saying this is okay should be done. Oh my giddy Um Paw Patrol. Now that one's a massive one for kids at the moment. Oh yeah. Well apparently it's kind of di- isn't yeah, it died a little it's bit. It's a little bit, and there was some reports about it possibly cancelled because of other things. I don't know. Oh, because it, it painted police in a positive light. Really? That that was the reason. There well, was boycott. This will very much paint it in the non positive light. Okay. Uh you can buy a Paw Patrol concentration camp. Seriously, it's what it says on the box. Poor concentration camp. And it's all the dogs and all the little kids and stuff. And I don't get it. Why? I, I think I think that that word maybe it can mean something else, but all, all I think about is World War II, right? I mean, I think that's yeah. where your mind goes. So just, just horrible. Hor- again, whoever let that go through just does not need to be allowed a job you anymore. You can't. You can't. It, it's it's beyond like it beggars belief as my mother would say it beggars belief because it's just weird just so weird um right wherever else we got um we've got another one of those disgusting ones a bunny that poops glitter how is that disgusting (laughs) it's adorable it's adorable No, they're these little (laughs) pellets white pellets white why is it been eating paint who knows wait do they burst into glitter after he poops them they're glittery i don't know if they burst but oh did you ever see that commercial for the for the, the, the squ- unicorn the, no the squatty potty where <laughs> <laughs> so this this commercial had a unicorn that was pooping out like frozen yogurt but it was like rainbow colored frozen yogurt but it was yeah. it was meant to be like poop because the squatty potty helped you poo better okay anyways um look, look up squatty potty okay you'll laugh okay uh, so this no, they one must is look it up. Okay, it's I'm not going to look it up right now. <laughs> no, they must oh, look okay. it up. Okay, go ahead. Uh, so this one's, you know, you always get like the brand name stuff, and then it's really, 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 um, like, just other companies take it on and try and change it a little bit to make it weird. Oh, like when you buy something on the streets of New York and you want exactly. Oakley glasses, but you get like Oakley. Yeah. All right. So instead of, of Star still, Wars, you've got Stars Warsiors. Spell and that? galaxies are far, far away. Uh, W-A-R-S-I-O-R-S. Warsiors. Warsiors. Okay. Uh, you've got, there's three characters you can get. You can get the karate farmer. You can get the wise <laughs> puppet, who seriously does look like Mr. Miyagi's been made into Yoda. And I'm not joking. And then the third one, which is completely nonplussing me because I cannot figure out who it is. The door ladder. 
Who is the door ladder? What does the door ladder look like? It, uh, it, I don't get it. And I don't know. I need a picture. I need a picture. The, the picture is weird. I, I need to see the oh, picture. The, You're not showing the, me the picture. Oh, no. I've, got, I've sent it away. No, Where is it right. gone? Yeah, I kind um, of saw it. I, yeah, that's... It's just like a little yellow black blob in the corner. And I can't figure out who it is. Or who it's meant to be. Because obviously the first one's Luke and the second one's the Yoda. The farmer, the wise puppet, and, and the, the door, door ladder. ladder. Door yeah. ladder. Like a ladder you climb and a door that you walk through. That's the name of this person. Yeah. I, I don't get it. We should just move on. Yeah. Um, obviously Power Rangers, massive. They've got pictures of the Power Rangers on top and it's Power Rangers in space. And below there is a pack of five Batman toys that have been painted green. Do they at least have like the different color hats that nope. like represent the different they are Power all Rangers? Green with red capes and with Batman's logo on yeah, them. Yeah, it says Power Rangers. It has pictures of the Power Rangers, but the actual figures are five green Batman with red capes. Yep. <laughs> now, this is another one where somebody should be fired. All right. Okay, Hot Wheels. Yeah. Should know their brands. Should. Okay. We're going to DC here. Obviously. They should really know who they are. They've got the Batman hot rod, except it's a picture of the Flash, and the car is the Flash. Oh, so they just got the backing mistake. It was just, that, no, that's probably... no. The backing has a picture of the Flash with oh, the words Batman. Yeah. Fired. Hey, that's a collector's item right there. Rare, error edition, misprint. Wow. It's worth money. And it's even got DC Comics written on it, so oh, somebody well, it there is, is going to get fired. Yeah. So they're my they're my funnest picks of the most ridiculous, ridiculous things. All right, I, I guess that works. We'll go with those. Just just steer so clear I think of everybody should get a shave the baby for their kids shave this year. Shave the baby and the <laughs> hours of fun shaving a baby. <laughs> <laughs> no, we need to steer clear of that. <laughs> We just need to stay clear of that. Let's just go Why to... Why is it a ginger baby? I don't know. What, what are you geeking out about? All right. Uh, so what, what categories do you have that we can dive into? Oh, so I have got... Uh, I've got basically a lot of movie news this week. Um, and then I've got a little bit of TV and a little bit of game news. Okay. So, so what, is, what, what, what is your most exciting bit of news? What category is that? Movie. Do you have multiple exciting bits? Yeah. Okay, so save one of those for the end and give me your other most exciting one right now. We'll start in movies. Okay. I got a few movies My as well. My most exciting one. All right. The Meg 2 is going to be directed by Ben Wheatley. <laughs> the Meg 2. The Trench. They're doing another And they're Meg? all coming back. Everybody who's alive. Everybody who's alive. Jason Statham is going to punch the shark. Finally. No, he's going to ride it like a sandworm. No, he's going to punch it. All right, we, are we going to do our bet again? Yes. We tried it last time. He didn't really do either, although I think he rode it more than he punched it, so I should have kind of won on that. We had a bet before that Jason Statham, uh, what is he going to do to the shark? Trash Panda to thought he was... Uh, to the Meg. Trash Panda thought he was just going to punch it in the nose and make it go somewhere else, and I thought he was going to, with some rope or harpoon gun, ride it like a sandworm in Dune. And I still say he's going to punch it. I, but he didn't do really either of what we said. I mean, he, at the end, he does get a knife and stab it through the eye and then gets dragged up with it. And at one so point, kind of it gets it. really close to him and it kind of looks like he possibly could have made contact with it, but it's not made for no definite contact that was it was. Made. No contact was you made. You don't know that. No contact was made. I asked him. And when he's stabbing, that's almost like a punch. So you know what? You lose just as much as I do. I say he's going to punch the shark. 
I'm so excited about the Meg. <laughs> I love the Meg. He's so I good. Know you do. All right. So who, who is Ben? Explain to people why you're excited about this director. I'm not really excited oh, okay. specifically, you, but I'm just excited that our director is Ben Greenlit. Okay, so so yeah, the fact that it, it's going as soon as you attach a director to a project, usually that's a good thing that it, it actually has. Yeah. Now, is there a script written? Do we know how? Oh far yeah, along? because there's there's like uh, four, five, six books in the series. But you this have to one's adapt called them. The Trench. You need to adapt them. Uh, oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the second one is called The Trench. So um, obviously it's about the Mariana Trench because that's where the Meg comes from. Um. So yeah, I'm excited. I've actually awesome. got the book upstairs, so I've got to read it now, but I am I don't care. The Meg the first Meg was brilliant. It was just such utter nonsense fun. I can watch it any it's one of those movies I can just put on and enjoy it and not actually have to watch too much of it, but it's just funny. And for those listening at home, that's ninety percent of the movies that Trash Panda likes. Shut utter up. nonsense. Utter no, it's just... not. <laughs> No, it is not. Uh, so just again, I th- think of like the mega shark versus giant croc or Sharknado, and that that makes up ninety percent of what gets played. Okay, ninety percent, really? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right, moving on. I've, Shut up. All right, I've, I've got something here though. You that, go that then. For the English, well, again, it's it's from English moviedom. The, the, you will appreciate this one. So we know that so many things have been moved back because of COVID. Yeah. So many things have been pushed off. Uh, and we have to wait an extra year, if not more sometimes, because schedules have gotten so out of whack. However, one movie, it looks like will be making its way to a streaming service. Right now, there are some massive numbers. Now, I, I don't know the exact numbers, but 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 they are like nine-figure numbers getting bantied about to get this one to go to a streaming service. Either Apple Plus or Netflix are the two that I hear are in the yeah, final Yeah, they're running. asking $600 million for it, though. James Bond... No time to die. ...will be going most likely to a streaming service. And it'll be part yeah, of the Yeah, but they're saying that they're so committed to actually putting it out of the cinema at the same time. Unless they get 600 million, they ain't doing it. And who would actually pay 600 mil for a Bond movie? I'm sorry. I don't think it's as high as that, though. No, that's what um, I just read. I, I know, but 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 still, it, it's something where, the, according to people on the inside, it's going to get done. That the people they they want it. It's going to get done. Now you're right. When you're in a streaming type platform, how much can you actually make a new revenue for those? Let's say it goes to Netflix, right? Though you have your subscribers, how many new subscribers will you generate from a movie like that? Mm. Now let's say again, there's a lot of people on Amazon. A lot of people are for, for for renewals on different things, and maybe just adding the base package, seven eight bucks a month for somebody, it might be worth something like that. And then if you, if you add twenty million subscribers at you know, $8 a month for a year or two, you do make that money back. It's something where the, the money is there to be had and it, it can be had. It, it's just, yeah, I don't know. And then Apple, if it goes to Apple, will they charge again like they do for Mulan right now on Disney Plus and on Apple? Or will it be just a part of the service where if you sign up, it comes? It's, it's just tough to know how they're going to do this. Well, they've said that um, it was it's scheduled to hit the theaters in April of 21, Um but there was a um, a rumor going round that MGM was exploring that idea, sending it to one of the streaming services. But it was a six hundred million dollar deal, and magazine said the prices. None of the streaming services would touch it for that kind of money, and so they're not. They haven't done it. There isn't a deal there, and at the moment there is nothing happening. It's not going to happen at the moment. I mean, they've already lost. Uh, where did they say that they'd lost? Some ridiculous amount of money already, like 50, 50, oh, between 30 and 50 million due to the delay on it. 
they've already lost that kind of money. I mean, that's a ma- that's a crazy amount of money. No, it, it is, and, and I think but, some of these studios just want to need to recoup some money, right? These studios well, are I bleeding. Get that, but six hundred million. I mean, you're expecting a heck of a lot for that. I, I don't think it'll go for that price. Now, again, according to the article I'm reading off of, these numbers and things have been talked about in the last couple of days. So the, the yeah, article the I'm reading article is from the I was 20- reading 24th. was for the twenty fourth. Yes. Um, and so might have different, different, I think different places, uh, where the information is coming from, but still that these numbers are getting bandied about that. There are talks right now about this and that there's a very high possibility it'll end up on one of those two services. I'm sorry. I, I don't think, I think they're all out of their minds if they buy the movie for that kind of money, because I mean, I'm sorry, Netflix has got a whole, you know, catalog and it's not worth it i'm Apple sorry is sitting on a pile of 200 billion dollars in just i'm cash. sure they are that's liquid assets that's not even all the stuff that they have just, I get, so i'm sure they are but i'm sorry a movie is not worth that much not one of those movies is worth that much it didn't know. even cost that much to make no, I, I understand and I, that's why i don't think you'll see 600 million for it uh, I, I was thinking around in the 250 is kind of where, where it might go for. Uh, I don't think um, they should be asking that kind of money. You're right. I mean, it's, it's a lot of money. It is a whole lot of money. But when you look at what these movies can make, like a, a movie that, that does well, that is that blockbuster. You know, I'm a die. I love Bond, but mm-mm, nope. Mm-mm-mm. Nope, 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 nope. I know. Nope. I'll give you one more bit of just fun news here that well, I, I don't think you've heard about. And then you can go back to your movies. Um so Real Steel first hit theaters in October two, uh, 2011, yep. right back a while ago. Didn't really do well. It's, it still made its budget back. It made about $300 million worldwide on a $110 million budget. Our son loves that so movie. Our son loves that movie. Uh, gr- great cast yep. in that movie. Really, really well done. And it, it, it still holds a, uh, a fresh rating on Rotten Tomatoes, even yeah, though it's yeah. at the low end of fresh. However, it, it's second life it's had on Netflix has driven this this idea that there's now a whole lot of conversations going to make a sequel to Real Steel. And th- this is really cool. Though. I, I, I mm. liked it. I, I think it was a really underrated movie. Um, again, our son watched it. He loves it. There's there's a whole generation now that's able to see it on Netflix. Um, and apparently the, the talks are very real right now. That it could be a Netflix-made movie uh, within the next couple of years coming out. Well, Netflix out has again. got a bit of a powerhouse in terms of movie making at the they're moment great they're doing great they're right doing now. amazing stuff um, but, but this is one where if, if you haven't seen real steel it is just a fun it's hugh jackman you can't go wrong with hugh jackman a uh, really really fun movie uh evangeline lily is in mm-hmm. it as well uh you'll, you'll recognize a whole lot of other people throughout that they just make make appearances through it and just the kid in it did great that the whole premise mm-hmm. was great it was just a fun family heartwarming little guy versus the big guy david versus goliath type story of redemption movie that, that you should watch yep and that's all, just because I, I like that movie. It's a fun movie. Yeah, and it'd, be, movie. It'd, it'd be fun to see a follow-up on that. Uh, other things that are making me smile, Jurassic World 3 Ooh. has begun refilming in London at Pinewood. <laughs> there's actually a, fit, uh, there's a picture right now of uh, Sam O'Neill, Jeff Goldblum, and what's her name? name? Chicky that was in the first one. Yes, I can't think of her. And the third one. Yeah, I, I can't remember her name. Anyway. Um, but she was in... Oh, wait, Bryce Dallas Howard? No. Well, she, obviously, Chris Pratt and Bryce Dallas Howard are in it. But the original, the original three oh, okay, gotcha. cast. Yeah. Um, and they're filming on Richard Attenborough's um, studio. Oh, okay. Right there. There's a natural kind of like um, lot piece that's actually Richard Attenborough's studio, which is kind of fun because he was in the first one, obviously. Yeah. Um, and the second one. 
So that has been going refilming because uh, they've all gone through their quarantines, done the test, and everybody's negative, so they can actually start refilming, which is pretty dang awesome. So even though that's been pushed back, we should be back on chance for that one, which is really good. Um, something that was fun this week that you probably didn't hear about necessarily. It was Ryan Reynolds' birthday this week. I did actually see it was on his Thursday. birthday. Okay. And of course, Hugh Jackman had to put his two cents in with a ridiculously awful picture of Ryan Reynolds as a teenager playing hey, the hey, drums hey, in hey, a yellow hey. There is no shirt. such thing as a bad picture of Ryan Reynolds. Well, well Ryan himself know. said that shirt was a cry for help, <laughs> so that should read it up there anyway. But um, they were talking about a upcoming movie they could possibly do together, and Hugh Jackman has asked whether it would be possible for them to do a face-off remake. <laughs> with, with those two yes oh my goodness that would be Hugh so much Jackman, fun Ryan Reynolds playing face off which was originally done by Travolta and yeah. Nicolas Cage and I've got to say that movie is quite good fun it's absolutely ridiculous but it is quite good fun but I could imagine Hugh Jackman and Ryan Reynolds having a lot of fun with that see you know what I'd almost be more excited I think about that than Deadpool and Wolverine just because Jackman just seems like he's done with Wolverine at this point. Yeah. He did his old man Logan. I mean, he's, he's getting along there in age. Not, not, not that he's not ripped. I mean, the dude is still cut. He's, I mean, he's in amazing shape still, but I, I, I don't know. I, I, I'd almost, which is really hard for me to say, because, you know, I love Ryan Reynolds. I would love to have seen those two together in their prime as Deadpool and Wolverine, because they, they played well together in the comics so often. Like, that was such a huge storyline. they line. did do Wolverine and Deadpool at the same well, time. That was, that was not Deadpool. <laughs> that was hardly Wolverine, and that was not Deadpool. Well, but then he goes back and does do it the right way <laughs> and shoots himself. <sighs> yeah, which, yeah, it was needed. <laughs> um, the, the end credit scenes in Deadpool, too, if you haven't seen them, he sets the timeline straight by killing himself before he could make Green Lantern and taking out that horrible rendition of Deadpool that was in Wolverine Origins. Weapon X. Weapon X. Um, yeah, they didn't ever call it Deadpool, but that's... Yeah, that's well, that, was, that was That was his name, though, uh, on the the, 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 t- the squad. The, yeah, think yeah. Of the squad name. Yeah. Um, what am I going for? What's the word? Uh, the team. There's a team, and you have a call sign. That's it. And he was part of the strike force. Maybe that's what I was... I don't know. Anyways, he was called still Deadpool, X-Force. right? X-Force! Not, not X-Force. <laughs> Not X Force. <laughs> oh dear. Well, happy birthday, Mr. Reynolds. Yep. Man crush forever. Yeah. Yeah. And he did remind everybody that it's time to vote and to always wear a mask, although he was pointing at his Deadpool, Deadpool mask, mask at the time, which I thought was pretty good. Hey, I have gone to the store wearing a Deadpool mask. I know you have. And a trash panda. And my trash panda mask. <laughs> Uh, something else you will be really happy about. Uh, Shazam Fury of the Gods, which Ooh, is Shazam 2, yes. um, is on the hunt for three mysterious sisters who will be the new um, nasty like bad guys in the next Shazam movie. Um, the age of the sister have are going to be differing substantially. So they're thinking the youngest will be about 17 and the two oldest ones will be in 40s and 50s, maybe 60s. So they're talking about, they're thinking along the lines of Zandaya, Halle Berry or Eva Green and then Helen Mirren to be the bad guys. But the casting hasn't happened. That's just to give you a rough idea of the different ages of these sisters. They're just called the sisters. There's no real... I haven't read the comics on Shazam, so I don't know very much about them. I still would have liked to have seen the Black Adam 
and Shazam because they were actual. Well, I'm sure once Black Adam's been out, that'll be Shazam 3 or Black so, or Adam Black 2, 2 or something, something like, like that. that. It will come in. Um, but yeah, so the casting is happening right now. So that should wrap. And I think they said 2023 for that one. That's Shazam cool. Two. I, I really, I mean, I, that Shazam, it, it, it kind of let me down in some areas, but still like Zach Levi, he's just so much fun to watch. Yeah. And um, whatever he does, I will watch. It, yeah. It's never. Now I, I have to feel I, uh, Remember when he was advertising, he had a groundskeeper for his big compound yeah, yeah, in Texas. Yeah. I, that was the one thing that like would have lured me back to America is if I could have been the groundskeeper at Zach Levi's compound. And uh, I don't know, that'd be so much fun just to, just to hang out there. I mean, it's a whole just artsy community and they work out all the time and they hang out. And, um, you know, he, he's a guy of just character and moral everything and faith. And I don't know, he, he'd just be a great guy to, to get to know on that kind of personal mm-hmm. level. And someday Zach Levi, I'll be your groundskeeper. There you go. <laughs> Never been a groundskeeper before. No. That sounds like it requires a lot of work. And yeah. I'm not sure how I feel about lots, lots of, of early mornings. Oh, early mornings. Can I just yeah. do late nights? Late nights are so much better. No, it's early mornings. Oh, man. Um, and lastly, uh, Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings has now wrapped filming. Ooh. So that one has now finished and they're on editing, which is very good. So we'll have some more Marvel movies, hopefully, whenever. What is our next Marvel release thing now? I've kind of lost track of when things got pushed to. Because um, we have the TV shows. There were supposed to be yeah, some in December. Are those it'll still... be Division. will be the next, which is coming out in December, I believe. Okay. And then uh, Black Widow's the next movie. Okay. But that's not until March, April of next year. Yeah. I think so. March sounds right. Yeah. Uh, a couple of other trailers that have come out. Um, Raya and the Last Dragon, which is a new Disney movie, which actually looks really good. Um, okay. I'm a bit worried because Onwards looked really good and I didn't like that one that much. But this actually <laughs> looks pretty cool. Um, then Monster Hunter with Milija Djovic. Uh, based on the game, obviously, um, but the trailer looks amazing and it's Milia. I just adore her. She just kicks butt in everything she does. So <laughs> she's just like, you know, just give her a gun or a sword and she's quite happy and she'll just go around destroying everything. So good for her. Um, Love and Monsters is also another one that looks pretty interesting. Yeah, I, I I saw the trailer for that and it looked it was just fun. It was isn't uh, that the kid from the Maze Runner? It is uh, Dylan O'Brien, I think yeah. is who that is. Uh, and the the intern, I like that one. Internship what was the Google one. Yes, yes, the, he was in the internship. That's the it. Internship. I, I liked him in that as well. Like everything he's done so far that I've seen at least, he's probably done a lot more. Uh, he was Tartanian. No, that was somebody else. No, that, that was, was Percy the Jackson. Kid. Yeah, the Percy Jackson. Kid. Uh, Lerman. Boz Lerman. No. <laughs> somebody no, Lerman. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, go on. Okay, um, but no, I've really enjoyed him and all that he's done. So, and that, that trailer looked like it was a lot of fun. Let's see how it works. And yeah, basically the premise of that one is um, him and his girlfriend are hanging out, and then there is suddenly monsters start appearing from everywhere, whether they're from another planet or something. I'm not entirely sure, but then they destroy, kind of do a whole um, Walking Dead sort of thing where they destroy close to the planet, and then he's left, kind of all people have gone underground to escape the monsters and he suddenly decides he's going to go find his girlfriend somewhere she is and so he goes out and think fallout how everyone is is in a bunker nobody goes outside anymore you survive by staying underground and so his idea of going outside is like suicide everybody else what was that other one though with the with the tribbles everywhere 
Oh, um, that looked hilarious. Save yourselves. <laughs> it looked like a, it's an indie film. It looks like yeah. not from a major studio. Uh, two people go away. They decide to do a week without any any electronics, no internet, no yeah. nothing. They put themselves off the grid for a week. And when they turn their phones back on, they discover the world has been invaded by what look like large tribbles everywhere. Little furry things that yep. are killing people, little puffballs <laughs> on the roof, everywhere, attacking things. We've got that one to watch this um, week. Yeah, we'll watch that one. We'll let you know how it is next week. But it just, uh, yeah, save yourself. L- look it up. It looks... Save yourselves. Selves. With an exclamation mark. Okay. We haven't seen it yet, so we can't vouch for it. It just looks funny. So watch the trailer for that one, and, and we'll let you know uh, how that one The is. other stupid one that I'm going to have to watch at least six times because it looks so bad, it but so it looks so good at the same time, times. is Jiu-Jitsu. It's Nicolas Cage, and the guy who's um, one of the Hydra agents from Avengers the main Hydra agent that gets his like face burnt off and then he's in um, oh, he's, that guy yeah what does he become uh, dang it dang yeah, it. yeah anyway. go ahead so anyway um, every 5,000 years or every so often basically this alien comes from another world and it has to fight the world's best jujitsu fighters and as long as you fight well and die he won't kill everybody on the planet and so um Nicolas Cage is playing his crazy, which I absolutely adore he's Nicolas crazy. Cage playing his crazy. Because like one of his lines is like, there's no honor in killing crazy. And <laughs> 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 he is, he's just completely bonkers in it again. And I, I do like it when Nicolas Cage decides to do his bonkers bit because it, it is very, very amusing. Um, Crossbones so yeah. is who he becomes. Oh, but, there you go. Uh, yeah, it's Frank Grillo. Is That's that him, yeah. Frank Grillo. Anyway, it looks absolutely just very, you know, let's, let's put as much martial arts in a movie as possible have an alien running around after you you've got a fight and uh let's put some nick cage in there with a samurai sword just for fun i mean why not yeah why not who doesn't need nick cage with a samurai sword it kind of looks like mortal Kombat, and he's kind of like playing the um the guy played the highlander lambert christopher lambert role but he has a samurai sword instead of a, a funny hat and you know I'm sure playing he's Lord Raiden. probably just like he was in Sorcerer's Apprentice. Probably, I mean, but even this, more crazy. But... And I love it. I've got to watch it at least six times. It's going to be brilliant. <laughs> oh, what, what everybody is lacking in their life. Yay. Nicolas Cage with a samurai sword. Absolutely. All right. <laughs> That's all my movie news. All right. I got one more for you. Yeah, go um, on. It is to do with the star wars universe right you i think can appreciate things from the star wars universe most of the time lucasfilm is reportedly developing an ahsoka tano movie awesome rosario dawson will be taking that role from the mandalorian and most likely going to the big screen with it which is cool because she's 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 awesome and everything i mean yeah now it's more recent though i think just when she started appearing in her her marvel roles on daredevil and iron fist and uh, she's been in all of them i think uh yeah that that um Really appreciated her work a bit more with that. I know she's done it movies for for a while. I mean, she goes back to what was that one Alexander the Great with uh, Colin Farrell. She was in that a long time ago, as well as other movies Men and in TV Black shows. Two. Men in Black. I mean, she's been she all over. She was in uh, Percy Jackson. Um, yeah, she's been in lots of movies. Uh, I like. Rosie and we O'Dawson. saw her Comic Con. Didn't actually get her autograph, but we saw her there. She was yep. sitting at, at, at the booth, and she actually didn't have that long of a line. I was surprised when we were there last. I mean, it was, mm-hmm. it was decent, but uh, she, she's a lot of fun. I'm really excited to see this role. Uh, and speaking of what's happening on the Mandalorian set, uh, Ewan McGregor was just spotted there recently. 
actually. Ezra Bridger will not be in The Mandalorian Aww. season two, though. I have had just that confirmed. But Sabine will, and that's really exciting. Sabine will, and we're waiting because Hera has point pulled up. Helen Sundula, obviously she was in Rogue One. She was used in Rogue One. Yeah. Um, and she was also, she's in the Star Wars Squadrons. She's actually in the game, which, which cool. I haven't had a chance to play yet, but I'm really excited to give that one a go. Um, she hasn't necessarily been confirmed, but nobody has said that she's not. Okay. And I'm interested to see if she pops up because in terms of being um, just an amazing character, I mean, I've got a, I've got a soft spot for Twi'leks anyway, or um, however they pronounce it. I can't remember how they pronounce it's it, but I Twi'lek. like Twi'lek. No, Twi'lek or something like that. Um, anyway, I absolutely adore Twi'leks and uh, it's actually one of my cosplays. Okay. So Hera being kind of like a really strong Twi'lek character is really cool for me. So I'm... Really hoping they bring her in because she's nice. amazing. That would be really cool. She's amazing. Um, back to you and McGregor on the set of The Mandalorian, though. Mm. It's really cool. Now, I was first hoping that he was actually going to somehow, some I don't know how he'd make an appearance in that, but um, you know, force projection, he could still do it somehow. Yeah. Um, but no, it, it was it was apparently just for screen testing for the Obi Wan series that they're getting ready to shoot. But the fact, ah. but the fact that they have him there in full garb with everything, like that's really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you're a Star Wars fan, actually, uh, the prop store has from the Phantom Menace, Ewan McGregor's lightsaber, the hilt that he would have carried around mm-hmm. set on sale with a uh, reserve price around 115,000. So if you got a few extra dollars lying around, um, and you're a Star Wars fan, which, you know, that kind of money is, if you like Star Wars, money doesn't matter, right? So yeah. 115000 it'll probably go for closer to two hundred fifty. I imagine. Things like that with Star Wars just go through yeah. the roof. Uh, so yeah, ha- have at it. Star Wars fans, go to PropStore.com. They have cool stuff. Okay. They'll take all of your money and yeah. all of your children's money and all of your grandchildren's money. And um, bankrupt you. And, but you'll have a lightsaber. But you'll have a lightsaber. <laughs> hilt, hilt. Not even a lightsaber. Just a hilt. That's fun. Oh, wow. I want it. I want six. They, they, they do have Tom Cruise bomber jacket from Top Gun as well. Boo. But they're estimating five million on that. Boo. What about Julia Roberts boots from P- Pretty in Pink? You mean Pretty Woman? Pretty Woman. Yes. Sorry. No. No? Okay. Those are... Her feet are tiny. We've got to get them on. <laughs> would wear them? No, you just... Of course Actually, I'd wear them. I don't know what... You, how do you... Ah, never mind. We're moving away from that. Couldn't get my foot in there. I've got big feet. Yes. You put them in a display case and display them. No, I wouldn't even do that with Jimmy Choo's. They Jimmy have Choo's. to be worn. So if you had, so who, so what would be, okay. So if you had Han Solo's jacket from Star Wars, A New Hope, right? The jacket he wore mm-hmm. in that, you would wear that? I wouldn't wear it out the house, but I would wear it. Oh, so he'd put it on just for like, look what I'm wearing, and then put it back in its special protective display. Absolutely. Okay, so. You can't tell me that you haven't walked around that house with the Captain America shield going, ooh, look at me. Yeah. Well, yeah, but then I was too scared I would do anything to it. So then I put it up on the wall, and it's backlit and blue, and it looks awesome. And we got Sebastian Stan. Now we need to get Chris Evans on there and um, get the autographs of all the Avengers on it. See, you can't take it's it out. still you wore John Travolta's jacket. You tried to. I did, I did wear. Uh, John Travolta used to rent a house from my grandparents. 
and after one of his trips there, he left one of his jackets behind. It was in his Saturday night, Saturday night fever era. So very, very small, tiny John Travolta. Now, I am not a large man. I'm, no. I'm 5'10", 160, right? That's my size. Yeah, he wears small things. And, and I still you I still have a hard time zipping up the front of this jacket. Travolta's <laughs> a little man. He's not a big guy at all. Well, he is big well, now. now. He, he's a big guy now. <laughs> Back then, he was a very little man. Uh, and yeah, we still have that jacket in a the box somewhere. A very little man was he. No, this is not Zacchaeus. Uh, <laughs> all right. Yes, we get way off topic sometimes. We do. That's all my movie news, though, as well. Yes. I know you are ecstatic because we've had uh, one show out that you oh, love. Oh, well, so I'm going to do this in a because I've got my top 10 for this week, and I've actually done sci-fi TV series. So we can talk about some of the ones we've been so watching as well. So before we go to TV shows, we will go through your top 10 yes. sci-fi. And I don't think you're going to argue with any of these. And these are sci-fi, just TV series. Yes. Now, I'm okay going franchises here because some of them are linked to franchises, which are the best. Okay. So, uh, number one, Battlestar Galactica. I'm sorry. Battlestar Galactica still is one of my favorite TV shows. I have to give it a little bit of a break between watching it because it's so intense, but it's so well done. I still love it. And incredibly intellectual. Yes. Right? Like the, the layers and the depth of which are going on in that show. Now, this this is the newer one. The older yeah. one was still fun, but it didn't have what the new one did. And just, no. just, just the nuances of, of what you had to peel away to sometimes get what was really kind of happening was, was Now, you need to understand, I did grow up watching um, a lot of the originals. I watched Battlestar Galactica. I did with Richard Hatch. Um, I watched Buck Rogers in the 25th century and I still love Buck Rogers in the 25th century. I watched all of those shows growing up, Land of the Giants, Lost in Space, the original black and white one, the original Star Trek. I grew up watching these shows. So when I say I love the Battlestar Galactica with Jamie Bamber and Katie Sackhoff and just Edward James Olamos, the whole lot of them. I've met most of the cast at this point. There are two holdouts that I haven't met yet. Okay. And I think that's it. No, three with the chief. So I haven't met uh, um, the chief. Edward James Olamos, I've missed him twice and it's really starting to... Because he's cancelled on you. He's cancelled on he's you. He's cancelled on me twice. Um, and I've still got to meet Soltai, who was the EXO. Um, okay. But I've met the rest of the cast. I absolutely adore all of them. They're holy such cow, like, nice people. Richard Hatch... Just, just the the level of intellect that he My brought. Goodness. Yeah, we were talking to him about which character he was the original Apollo yep. in the show, uh, but then he also played uh, Zarek. Yeah, Tom Zarek. Tom Zarek. Uh, and I asked him, you know, which character he actually enjoyed playing better, and he, he really thought that Apollo was more one dimensional and just loved that this deep character that Zarek brought. And then he got into this whole political background of this character and you like immediately him put him in one of your like your dinner parties because the guy is super interesting for i mean rest in peace man yeah, seriously he, he passed away uh, we fortunately got to meet him before he um he passed away but he was just such an intelligent bloke i mean absolutely. really was um so yeah absolutely love battlestar galactica um number two i've kind of done two shows because they're both um along those lines which was eureka and warehouse 13 because yeah, those two really go to, they, they, had they, do. Elements. they do they had crossover um, elements i love them both i mean warehouse 13 really with that brilliant um like steampunk sort of um style thing and hg has got to be one of the best characters written i just adore her 
to to bits. Yeah, and these definitely fall into the a little bit cheesy sci-fi category, or oh, really yeah. a lot bit cheesy sci-fi category. But so enjoyable. They were fun. They were the a lot chemistry of fun. in both shows was was so good that it made it fun. And it, you just kept wanting to watch it because the characters were great. The stories were interesting. I mean, I'm sorry. I know some people say the librarians are better. I didn't like the librarians as much as I liked Warehouse 13. And I think they should have continued with Warehouse and got rid of librarians because it's just better. And I like Noah Weil, yeah. you know, but I just, I yeah, those two. Okay. Um, Number three, The Mandalorian. Can't wait oh, for the yeah. 30th. Season one, he's already one of the Next top. Next Friday. Yeah. I'm really excited to see. Um, this Friday. This coming Friday. Yeah, this Friday. Uh, seeing the new season. Really looking forward to that. I've had some brilliant discussions about that at school. Um, I just don't know how anybody takes that show at face value. I really do not get that because there's so much just layered, like, Easter eggs and stuff in that show that if you're missing out on it, I'm like, why you didn't get that bit and that bit and that bit and it's oh it's an it's just a fangirl's dream thank you dave <laughs> filoni i love the fact they've put a fanboy in charge of a star wars show yeah somebody who adores star wars so much that you are you know how to balance out originality with you know just brilliant you know fan service and squish it together and make it work because you do every single episode works and you you just brilliant man brilliant man all right <laughs> he's my new i want to meet him and shake his hand Deep and just love. say thank you man because you're amazing and he, he was the main showrunner behind star wars rebels as well and keeping that show and going clone wars uh he wasn't the main one in clone wars though i thought i know he was just a part of the creative process but he was the man on, on rebels he was the he was over the thing but he was one of the top on clone wars okay he was brought in to do that uh number four First two episodes have been excellent on season three of Star Trek Discovery. Disco, 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 disco. Disco oh, days every love Friday. It. Disco Friday, <laughs> disco Friday. Star um, Wars Disco. Yeah, Star, Star, Discovery. Star Trek Discovery is probably one of the best Star Trek shows, full stop. It just is. Picard was ramped up it's so slow. much and it, it just, just didn't do it for me. There were little bits that you went, oh yeah, that's great. But Star Trek Discovery has now just gone... You can do whatever the heck you want because you're 950 years into the future. Spoilers. And let's get rid of the Starfleet. Spoilers. Oh, well, whatever. It's amazing. The, okay. the characters are all brilliant. They gel so well. The chemistry is there. The story writing is there. One minute you think you know what's happening and the next minute it's completely changed. It's just clever. It's brilliant show oh, writing. It's a fun ride. That show is a fun ride. And you know what? I can sit back and watch that several times over and still pick out new things. And the, I mean, I'm sorry. I just want a show where you get Villanelle from um, Killing Eve and um, what do they call um, Giorgio. Oh, Giorgio yeah. from Discovery and get them to have a battle because it would be <laughs> hilarious. Just love her. Love her, love her, love her. Um, next two, I've gotten five and six because Stargate SG-1, it needs a place in this list because it was just awesome. And then the fact that they put in the first episode, Richard Dean Anderson was well known for doing MacGyver at that point. Yeah. And he started out um, as um, the major. Jack O'Neill. Uh, Jack O'Neill, yeah. And in the first episode, um, Sam Carter goes, what are you going to MacGyver it? <laughs> and you know it's going to be a great show when they're making fun of themselves. When they get meta like that. When exactly. They actually... <laughs> Brilliant show. 
It went on for ages. If you haven't watched it, it then it is, yeah, it's 10 seasons plus a couple of movies. And five more for Atlantis. Yeah, I'm not including Atlantis. I never got into Atlantis. Dad did. I didn't. And I've put it as number six, Stargate Universe, because I think that was the show that really took it up a notch. And you and me both really loved it. It was a really artsy take on it. Uh, But yeah, so good. I was really bummed when they canceled it. But still, was it two seasons or three? Yeah, two. But the two seasons are well worth a watch still. Oh, yeah. If you haven't seen it, they're still well worth a watch. And it does it differently. It's still Stargate, but it does it differently. And it takes it to a different like A whole different feel. Yeah, a whole different feel. Yeah, and it's very, very clever. Uh, Number seven is one of your favorites, The Expanse. Um, I've restarted watching it. I know season five... Yeah, the work season five will be released. Yeah, soon. season five will be coming out soon. Um, just another different kind of almost dystopian. Yeah, in it's, a it's, sense. it's a political action drama. Is kind of what it is. Yeah, where, where you, you're always going to have action in every episode, but there's this political nuance that's running through that you you can't half watch this show. You've got to be fully tuned in you can't be on your phone doing emails anything else because they're going to say something that's going to be really important in three episodes kind of thing mm-hmm. and they'll always kind of touch back on things and everything's woven together and it's really well done that's a bit conf- it's a bit confusing if you just want to forego watching all four seasons and then just get caught up now kevin smith has an amazing 20 minute recap on the first and maybe it's just the first three seasons because it's leading up for season four. But he's got a great recap where you can just watch this. It goes through everything, breaks everything down, lines everything up. You know exactly where you stand after it all. And then you can just get right into where they are now. Uh, and it, again, so then you can watch it there and then go back and watch it if you want yeah. to. Um, but yeah, look up Kevin Smith, The Expanse, and it'll be a, gr- a great recap that he put together cool. for it. Uh, number eight is one of my diehard favorites. Red Dwarf. <laughs> now, they've just done the last oh. kind of like feature length episode, which was Red Dwarf, The Promised Land. Um, it went on for, I think, concluding that it's 14 seasons. Wow. And I mean, this started back in the 80s. Now, the first season is rough, but it is an 80s sitcom, had hardly any money, and it relied on three characters, which is uh, Rimmer. Um, Dave Lister and the cat. And then later on, they brought in Kachansky, they brought in Holly, they brought in Crichton, they brought in other characters. But the the camaraderie and the, the way that this works is just hilarious. I know um, Patrick Stewart saw this back in the, um, I think it was the early 90s. He saw it when he was on Star Trek uh, Next Generation. And he saw Red Dwarf in a hotel room and he was about to call his agent because he was really angry they were making fun of um, Star Trek. And he carried on watching it, and he's a massive Red Dwarf fan now. <laughs> I didn't realize that. Patrick no, Stewart. Patrick Stewart is a massive Red Dwarf That's fan. That's amazing. It's it's just such a clever show. It's really silly. I mean, the idea of it is that Dave Lister, um, who is a um, he's basically the third technician, which is the lowest of the low on this mining ship. Um, he brings a cat in and gets put into quarantine because he won't give the captain the cat because the cat has to be destroyed because it's not been quarantined. So he gets put in stasis and is the person who's over him, which is this overbearing, just micromanaging, like smeghead, which is what they use. Um, Rimmer <laughs> um, fails to fix a drive plate and basically blows up the entire crew, including himself. So three million years later, once the ship has been decontaminated, the ship's computer Holly brings Dave out of stasis to find that he's brought Rimmer back as a hologram to keep him sane. And Rimmer's the person he hates the most. And his cat has evolved into a person. <laughs> so they're now on this massive mining ship 
with a person he really hates as a hologram and his cat who is the most vain creature you've ever seen in your entire life and it's hilarious yeah we don't it's need a situation comedy it's brilliant um i still mr flibble uh, there's just classic, classic Again, Don't expect much in the way of special effects. No! Th- 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 think <laughs> low-budget basement it is kind of what you get. it's part of the the, the brilliantness think of it. S- 60s Doctor Who is kind of yeah. what they brought in the 90s. So, <laughs> Yeah. All right. Um, so number nine, Star Wars Rebels. Of course. I had to put a cartoon one in there yeah. because Star Wars Rebels is brilliant. I mean, it gives you basically all the backup. Even if you're an adult, you need to watch this show. There's so much great Star Wars stuff in it. There's lots of backstory. There's lots of stuff that you just did. You're like, oh my gosh, I didn't know that. If you like Ahsoka, she's in it. You know, it's 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 brilliant. It's just brilliant. And okay. it's Dave Filoni again, and I haven't got anything bad and to say about 10. him. And number 10, Teen Titans. You left Doctor Who off that I list. I did leave Doctor Who off that list. How could you leave because Doctor Who off that list? I can't I can't endorse Doctor Who as a whole anymore. Because of Capaldi and Whitaker? Just just for Tennant and Smith era. Tennant and just Smith era. Just for the Tennant and Smith era. You got to give it and to And personally, him. Sylvester McCoy, because that's who I grew up with. I love Doctor Who, but... I can't stand Clara. I don't care what anybody else says. I just can't stand her. The fact that she tries to put the doctor in his place all the time and calls him a silly little boy just hacks me off. I'm like, seriously, woman? No. No, 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 no. I love Matt Smith. I loved... Um, River Song. What? River Alex, Song. Alex I Kingston. love um, Gillian... Gillian... Uh, Amy Pond. Yeah, I know. Anyway, I love her. Karen Gillan. Karen Gillan. That's You're doing it, it wrong. Sorry, and I just, in my Karen Gillan. And then Arthur Darvill is Rory. Yeah. Um, you know, what? I loved, loved, loved the Dr. Donna. I mean, all of those Billy things are Piper. brilliant. Yes, I loved Rose. But I just, I can't endorse it as a whole anymore. The showrunners have ruined the show. Katie, uh, no. Jodie Whittaker. Jodie Whittaker is a brilliant doctor. But they haven't given her anything to work with and they've kind of ruined it and not given her a leg to stand on. So I feel bad for her. And Peter Cabaldi was not the doctor for me. He should never have been the doctor. Yeah, he, he was I a did doctor. not like him. I it should have been Eddie Izzard. They should have okay. not given it I'm to not sure I'd go Peter there. Cabaldi. I'm not sure I'd go with Izzard, but they had a couple of brilliant episodes with him. It's just that they could never recapture the storylines and the magic of, of the Smith. I mean, Tenet was my favorite doctor. The storylines were the best when Moffat had control through Smith, though. When I look at all my favorite episodes, they're actually with Smith, even though I love Tenet as be- better as a doctor. Um, but they could never really give those storylines and that just that, that awesomeness that, that, that was there. Um, I mean, just just the astronauts, uh, just the astronaut one, the silence, all of that. I mean, the whole River Song arc through that was, was amazing. And they never... They could never really bring that back with Capaldi or Whitaker, and it was, yeah. it was hard. So Teen Titans, I do really like the Teen Titans show. Wait, do you mean Titans or Teen Titans the cartoon? Oh, no, I mean Titans. Titans, okay. Sorry, but I meant, yeah, Titans. Um, just really clever. That's more superhero than sci-fi, though, isn't it? It's, it's more still going a... into sci-fi. You've got... That's present day. We're not really in the future. We're not in flying. Yes, you have aliens, I guess. Which exactly. Is... But who says that's science fiction? Aliens are out there. Me. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yes. Doctor Who, but it's with with Doctor Who is with um, 
conditions all right i'm gonna say i like teen no, titans. Tight, titans i think titans is really good i think it's well worth a watch um it's not child friendly whatsoever do not watch that with a child no it's quite rough but it's really really good <laughs> and i enjoyed watching it and i wanted to go back and keep watching it okay so there is my top 10 sci-fi series list that was very good i like that yeah, I was trying to think if there's a few more that I would add there. There's, I don't think there's anything that, that would jump over your top there. I, I could think of a few others, but yeah, it's good. I'll go with that. So if you, if you want something to watch, again, we're looking for new stuff when nothing new has been coming out for a while. I mean, you I'll have got you... Star Trek Discovery. You've got The Mandalorian next Friday. There are some new shows coming out. but well, there are, but it's very sparse and limited yes. with what is coming, and that, that's more why uh, Livy's been doing this with our top 10 list, just to give you things that you may not have seen before that you can get into and are a lot of fun. Exactly. So thank you very much for that. Um, I, I did have a little bit of news that, that I'm not sure how I feel about because this actor, he is such a polarizing actor for me, at least. Mm-hmm. I, I was... I just didn't despise him, but I was just really not behind his work for the longest time. And that's Ben Affleck really couldn't. I never fell in love with him early on. Uh, The first time he showed me that he could act aside from Goodwill hunting, where he was just kind of playing himself to me, a dumb kid from the Bronx. That was kind of to me who Ben Affleck was. He's gotten better. Trust me. What was paycheck? And he really showed me some, some depth in paycheck with Uma Thurman really liked that. And so I've, I've had a hard time ever like, grabbing a yeah, hold of... Yeah, you didn't of... like Daredevil, did you? Oh, oh dude, that was... That, that... Mm, no. See, I did. That, that, that's the, the low bar with which all awfulness is set is Daredevil. Um, really isn't. It actually is. No, it's not. And so seeing the fact that he is now signed, which is really weird with what DC is doing, he has signed on for a number of new movies and TV shows as Batman again. I'm not sure how I feel about this because <sighs> I understand that you know, we have the Snyder Cut coming out now, mm-hmm. which it could do a lot of good things because I just think Affleck was never really given a good role to play. It just seemed, I don't know. I think he could still be a good Batman, even though I've kind of been against him as Batman. I think he still could be a good Batman, but with the success that's being driven by the Snyder Cut and all the excitement around that, there's a lot of other things that they're trying to get in line now. This is one of them. These are all going to go to HBO Max, apparently, allegedly, kind of. We're not sure if these are theatrical releases or not, um, or if they're going to be the streaming service and HBO only. It's it's just interesting, and I don't know how I feel about it. I'm Mm going to leave it at that because... I just, I, he's not given me anything to be excited. Like Christian Bale, when he came as Batman, everybody just raved about it, right? Christian yeah. Bale as Batman was was the way Daniel Craig reinvented Bond. It was this amazing take on an old character that, that just excited people. It made him real. It made him something that could actually happen. Uh, where, where Batman had just gotten so outlandish in years, the same way Bond had. Bond had just gotten too outlandish to really exist. And Daniel Craig brought it down to earth. Christian Bale brought it down to earth. And I liked that. And it was an amazing take on it. Affleck didn't give me anything new. He didn't give me anything that got me excited. But and again, like I said, I think that has to do with the writing, the direction of the shows. And he wasn't really given a part that he could make his own. Mm. And he's still kind of too normal. Yeah. But... You know, the the other Batmans were broken. You know, we saw Michael Keaton, a broken character. Christian Bale, broken. Again, George Clooney and Val Kilmer, they just played, and Ben Affleck, they kind of played too normal of a person to really be a Batman. But, um, 
you, I'm sorry, Michael Keaton is always going to be my Batman, and That's you're not going to complain. I, I've with that. said that. I've said that. Yeah. He always he had that just brokenness in his the same way Christian Bale brought a bit of just just crazy brokenness to the character, which you need. Uh, and I don't know. So so Ben Affleck, Batman, coming back for it. You know, it's hard when you have the awesomeness that is Robert Pattinson coming out as Batman. <laughs> you know, to really then have another Batman that, you know. I've got to say, though, I, we did just watch yesterday, and this is a horror flick. Again, it's not for kids at all. I'd say this is 16 and over. We just watched Underwater, which is the new Christian uh, Stewart. Stewart movie. And I've got to say, it uh, it was actually not too bad. I mean, completely unbelievable, obviously. I mean... Basically, it's all about them drilling down in the Laurentian Trench and then awakening a Cthulhu. Type thing, yeah. Yeah. And lots of babies. And lots of babies that try and eat you whole, which is weird. Um, but in their suits. But did you like her role in that, though? Did you appreciate... I think she was actually... I mean, she wasn't playing much different than she does with all the other things, but it, it kind of worked. Okay. It wasn't too bad. Um, I know she's someone that you've really kind of despised her acting over the years. Yeah, because she doesn't play anything different. And she didn't really oh, come then on. either. Ryan Reynolds doesn't play anything different, but you love him. Yeah, because he's likable. And he is lovable. And I, she I, doesn't I, necessarily play I still play think it that, that Kirsten, Stewart, Kirsten Stewart would be great to have it at, a, at a party just hanging out because she's just mellow and chill. Um, yeah, she likes to talk a little bit, but you know what? I, I can let that slide. Um no, so, she so, wouldn't be on my list. I just, I don't know whether necessarily she'd, yeah, I, I just, but it was, I got to say, as the movie goes, the movie was actually, it was quite atmospheric, you know, it was, it wasn't anything new necessarily. Yep. Uh, the, the cinematography was pretty cool and everything else. And if you like TJ Miller, he's and, in it. Well, nobody likes TJ Miller at the moment. Well, I know he's got some bad things attached to him, but some people still like his comedy and his acting. Yeah. He dies, though. Well, he dies in a lot of things. Yes, he does. <laughs> in most action movies, he dies. Yeah. That's very true. <laughs> he does. He's the Samuel L. Jackson. I think I told you that. Early yeah. on in Samuel L. Jackson's career, he was just dying in everything. And I and... still think Deep Blue Sea was his most memorable death. <laughs> his memorable I wouldn't death. stand there if I were you. Oh. We're not going to fight anymore. And then he dies. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Just his arm munch, in munch, Jurassic munch. Park. That worked. <laughs> oh, you're here. Ah! Yeah. It's... All right. And well, he got beaten up by Eddie Murphy in Coming to America. He did. He did. He did. With a mop. <laughs> he didn't die, though. He didn't die. Wait. And they're remaking that. No, they're doing two. Coming to America. That's right. Two. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yes. It'll be good. Well, it'll be Eddie Murphy. <laughs> Interesting. I don't know. See, Eddie Murphy early on always had me. Eddie Murphy in the last decade has just kind of fallen flat. Apart from as Donkey. Apart, but even that's a, a decade ago at this point. Yes, I mean, you look at the true. first Shrek, and even the, the last Shrek was probably seven years ago. Uh, <laughs> I do like me a bit, Donkey. I, I like do that as well. But you know what, guys? We, nice we are up against it. We've hit our hour <laughs> quota, and that's really as much of us as you can handle, I think, on any oh, given yeah. sitting. Or even breaking up in multiple sittings, you're ding, done with ding, us ding. at this point. <laughs> but... Uh, yeah, we just love being here. And and again, as always, we, we love being a resource for you. If you need something, we, we want you to know that we are here. Uh, if, if you want someone to pray for you, we want to pray for you. Just send us, send us something we can pray about. Send us a message of something you're struggling with, and we'll either connect you with something that can help or ourselves try to do what we can to, to work with you and talk with you um, in a you know very anonymous type of way. We don't need to, to, to know you, but... 
just just reach out to us again at the geek ug on instagram facebook and twitter you can dm us or message us or uh, anonymous message us somehow um and if you want to again chat there are things out there like chatnow.com which are great resources where you can always find 24 7 someone to anonymously chat with if you're struggling if you're having a hard time um the guys are still purpose for you in this world you know mm-hmm. never give up on things and uh it's time to stop surviving and start thriving so that do, was nice do good yeah do good or if you want a voicemail message from deadpool the trash panda you can ask us for that That's as well right, we'll do it my name is trash panda and this is deadpool dadpool oh yeah dadpool <laughs> oops dadpool 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 kevin's not here right now <laughs> no but we are but we are the all right i'm tired <laughs> well it is sunday it's Sunday, and I think we've discussed this. The 11th commandment is thou shalt take naps on Sunday <laughs> afternoons, and this is our Sunday afternoon nap time. Yes. We're disobeying God. No, we're by not. By not following the 11th commandment that thou shalt we're, take naps We're helping on. the world by sending out nerdiness. All right. Nerdiness sense. And geekiness. Nap time coming. Yes. All right. Well, guys, we love you. We love being a part of you in some small way, a part of your life. Uh, and again, we, we'd love to hear from you in any way, in any capacity yep, you'd yep. like. Um, but from Trash Panda and Dadpool, I always say, don't forget to be awesome. I say that because you are. You are unique. You are made amazing the way you are. So don't forget to be awesome. And and be unique. Be a peacock in a field of penguins, but be better. Be Chewbacca in a field of penguins and Cook them for dinner. Be Chewbacca. Like he did with the porks. And then feel bad because the porks are looking at you going. Um, she, <laughs> she, she made a really sad looking face for those that are listening, which is everybody. No, I'm just saying to be unique, be yourself. You know what? Don't be anybody else. Don't follow the crowd. Be the person that God created you to be because you're amazing as you are. Even if you are Chewbacca. <laughs> I just love Chewie. I'm just shaking my head at you. <laughs> All right. Never mind, guys. Love you. Bye. The Geek Underground will return next week. But until then, don't forget to be awesome.